Welcome to another episode of Mick and Ori's Classic Cars. I'm Mick. And I'm Ori. And Ori, how many cars do we see on the road that are left-hand drive? And we're in Australia, so we drive on the right-hand side, but you see a lot of the classics, and we're talking classics yep. mainly, left-hand drive. You, I mainly see them on weekends, absolutely, and it's everyone driving those old classic American cars, uh, and you just... You notice them straight away, don't you? When they, when you're in the lane next to them, or you're parked at the lights, and you lean over, they just stand out, and you think, how awkward must it be to drive that car on Australian roads? And it's only really the mainly we're talking the American cars. There's not many others that uh, there's we some, see. Well, some old European cars that you see, but not many. I agree. Yeah. Not so many. there are some old Ferraris that are around a left-hand drive, yep. and now the rule here in Australia is 25 years. In other words, if you bought it earlier than 25 years, you have to. Convert them to register them to right-hand drive. So if you want to bring a newer car in, like uh, I think your compadre did when he bought the GT40 over. That has to be It was left-hand drive. It has to be converted yes. prior to – so when do they do that conversion? Here? Is that negotiated over in the States when you buy the car? How does it all work? Well, I think in his case, in his case, that was a GT. Well, it's just the Ford GT. They don't call it a GT40, but that was converted here. So it's a, a, a manufacturer or you know aftermarket supplier that does it by the factory rules. But he buys the car over there. Let's just say he buys it from a dealer over in the states. They already know that you can't register that car in Australia, or that's not their responsibility. They sell you the car as is, left-hand drive. He has the then before taking ownership of that vehicle, already organised to have that converted? Or, or before actually registering. You can have ownership and not register it, then you can have a car that's left-hand drive and not register it. That's not a as problem. As soon as you want to drive it? Yeah, okay. It has right. to be right-hand drive. So with the GTs, uh, the four GTs, my understanding is that there's you know companies in Australia, I think it might only be one or two, that does a factory conversion. So only for that vehicle? Well, I'm guessing they'll do other things like, you know, they might do other American cars like the Mustangs or the Camaros. Like the Camaros didn't have them made them in left-hand drive. Sorry, in right-hand drive. They were all left-hand drive. So the new Camaros are all left-hand drive, so they have to be converted when they come here. The CV8s, the new CV8s that are coming out? The Camaros, not the Corvette. Oh, Sorry. The Camaro, yeah. Yeah, they are converted here in Australia. I didn't realise that. Yeah, they not. whereas the Mustangs have made them right-hand drive. So is that on top of the per- – that's on top of the purchase price? Correct. Yeah, yeah. That's why they're a fair bit more expensive. You don't see as many Camaros because, I don't know, it might be, you know, whatever thousands of dollars for the conversion. So people, you know, unless they really, really want a Camaro, they'll go for the Mustang. So with the conversions of the Ferraris, let's just say, is there – is there one in each state that actually does? Because I've always heard this, you know, when you see plenty of these left-hand or right-hand driver, they say, oh, it's a bad conversion, it wasn't done properly. What does that mean? Well, I think to us, we wouldn't be able to tell. But people that are in the game, they know whether it's a good conversion or not. And it's supposed to be engineered. So to do the conversion, to get it approved, it'd have to go through an auto engineer to get it registered. So is there a place here in Adelaide that does... Conversions on Ferraris, for example, and Lamborghinis and things like all those old classics? That I'm not sure about, but I know there is certainly uh, the engineers that go on through and get them registered or, you know, get it complied. That's it's a huge task. When you think it's the whole dash, the whole gearbox, everything moves. Yeah. Some of them are already made to easily convert. Like if you look at the early Corvettes, the 
binnacle with the speedo is the same on the glove box side. It certainly looks easier to convert. I think the Ferraris would be harder, though, because the wheel arches on some of them, you think to yourself, if the pedals were where they're supposed to be and on the other side of the car, I don't think there's enough space. Well, I don't know if Ferrari made them any different, really. It's just it means uh, it would be the same whether it's still symmetrical, isn't it? Yeah, I don't, just, I don't know. If you see some, you know how sometimes well, on that Charger you sat a little bit on or the Tirana. That Tirana, you were off-centre. But that was a steering wheel that was uh, yeah, correct. to one so side. Imagine putting that on the other side of the vehicle. It wouldn't work the same. Well, possibly not. I'm not sure about that. So I, well, wonder, then again, I wonder if all cars are made to be able to be converted. Well, see, the Tirana wouldn't need to be. That was an Australian car. So yeah. the Australian cars aren't, ma- aren't made to be converted. How about Whereas in the, the European, US? Do they have to have them left-hand drive in the US? That What's I don't the rule know. over there? I don't know what the rule is over there. But, you know, when you talk about, you know, the, the drivability of them or the usability, let's say, you know, driving a left-hand drive car for on a right-hand drive Road. Road. The only awkward thing is when you're overtaking. Overtaking and turning left. No, turning left's okay. It's a bit awkward. It's different because you're right there. No. You're on the footpath. Well, that's like turning right on a right-hand drive. That's right. That's right. But if it was right, if it was correct in doing that, so pardon the pun, if it was correct in doing that, but on the left-hand side it doesn't. I mean, you laughed at me, but I've driven left-hand drive cars, obviously, in Europe. On the other side, you're driving on the wrong side of the road to what you're used to here in this country, and you're driving on the wrong side of the car. But you do get used to it. So I wonder here, you obviously they get used to it, these guys that are driving, because yeah. they're not driving them daily, I wouldn't have yeah. thought. And that's the thing. You know, if we're talking about using it every day, well, then you're going to be really annoyed because you go through your McDonald's takeaway, or you know, yeah. and you're on the wrong side. So unless you've got someone with you, you can't reach. Yeah, correct. And Is likewise, correct? if you go to a, a car park that's got a, a boom gate, and you want to swipe it, you're on the wrong side. Yeah, you can't. You can't. So it's not user-friendly for a daily driver if you're going to do exactly what you said. Yeah. Use it like we use our cars today. So if you've got a left-hand drive car in a right-hand drive country like Australia, then you've got to plan what you're doing. So if you're going to go for a drive in your classic, you'll normally think about what you're doing and not doing, it's particularly if you've got to go through th- – Something like a takeaway or a, an airport car park or something like that. But then you get to a country like the UK. They've got left and right-hand drives all over the roads. Well, they, they do because they actually go across the tunnel and you've got left-hand drive cars, right-hand drives. That's right. They, yeah. So that, you know, and they're using them every day. Every day. So it doesn't matter. So I wonder if their systems are set up for both side cars. My guess is they're not, but I think what happens is that because it, you know they're just used to going over, you just get used to driving on one side or the other. It doesn't matter. But I'm saying if you're taking tunnels or freeways and you know how you've got to go and pay or get the toll or get your ticket out, they must have a section for left-hand drive cars and right-hand drive cars. That's a good point. I'm not sure because if, if, like you're, that. if you're catching those tunnels and freeways, and you know we haven't got those mega structures here in Australia, but or in South Australia definitely we haven't. You'd have to get your ticket. So they, I reckon they've got it set up that if you're a left-hand car, you go that side. Yeah, a lot they do with trucks. Trucks take this lane. It could be. Could be. That's interesting. Or, you know, the one that's got the automatic, so it's actually... The, yeah, you've already prepaid, so yeah, you just pre- drive through. Just drive through. Could you drive a left-hand drive car every day, do you think? No, I don't think so. I mean, like even getting to my car park at work, I'd have to get out and swipe the car okay, to so get you in. Wouldn't do it. So you would not. I wouldn't take my left hand drive if I had a left hand drive car to work, for example. Whereas I do take my other ones to work. 
Yeah. You know, so, you know, it, it is really then used as a, a non-daily driver. It's a weekend car, but you wouldn't use it as a daily driver. Well, I certainly wouldn't. So if you were to buy a classic, would you get it converted? Definitely not. I think you keep it original. I would keep it original. Yeah, I mean, if I, I was going to buy a classic, and and I know one, someone that's doing that is converting an old Mustang because the father's going to drive and he wants an automatic and he wants it right hand drive. So I can understand that, even though it was originally a left hand drive, but you know, but I wouldn't actually get it converted. I'd leave it like it came out originally. See, it's interesting because you. Commented for me when I'm looking at the 246 Dino and still looking for one. You said, Don't buy the left hand drive one, make sure you buy a right hand drive one. Correct. But if I can find a good condition left hand drive one, all original. Yeah, I'm probably changing my tune a bit on that because uh, the reason I told you that is because you're going to be more reluctant to drive that to some places being left hand drive. Uh, even when you go and park parallel park, you're parking differently than what you reverse you, park. You know, you reverse. It's a little bit different, but how often do you do that? Mm. But more and more I think about it, um, even, you know, the older 330 GTs and, you know, 250 PF, if you could get one and you got it in left-hand drive, I would buy one for sure yeah. if I had the money. And know. I don't think I'd actually convert it. No, if you bought a 246, you wouldn't be converting no. it. Because this is the other thing. I know people say it's still orig- it's not original. As soon as you make that conversion, for me, it's lost its originality because it didn't come out of the factory like that. So it'd be interesting... Cars at Concorso, let's say Concorso or Pebble Beach, and when they do all the car shows, when they are judging them, if they have been converted, how many points do they automatically lose? Well, they'd certainly lose a lot of points. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is if the factory does the conversion, even if it's after, I'm not sure whether that's that's okay or not in terms of originality. Because it still came out from the cat factory. So like that's that. interesting. So say classic department in yeah. Ferrari and Storic, uh, I think it's uh, Storic or Classical for Lamborghini, you send the car back and say, listen, I want to convert it, would they do that? Oh, I'm sure if you pay the money, they'll do whatever you ask, yeah, I suppose. Right. It'd be interesting. I wonder how many people actually do that. Say, listen, I want this car, but I want it converted. But because, you know, a lot of the old Ferraris were right-hand drive. The, the early, the, the early, early cars, ones, the 50s. Yep, early cars, even the Fiat's. Italy was right-hand drive. So when did that all change? I'm not sure when that changed, but there was a lot of them that were right-hand drive. So, like, for example, the Fiat 501 that Mara's got, that's right-hand drive, and that's 1926. Yeah, 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 it is. That's right. Yeah, exactly right. So, and you remember when um, we – well, I certainly remember when I went to a couple of the museums in Italy – the old Fiat's and that, they were right-hand drive. Yeah, that's it. So Italy initially was right-hand drive, so I don't know what what. On oh, which side of the road? Well, that I don't know either, but I, maybe it didn't matter because there was no cars around then. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you know, he's so, just driving the centre yeah, of the road. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, it is awkward though. When you get into it, you know, having dri- driving right-hand, si- uh, right-hand drive cars every day and then you go overseas for a holiday or work. I remember when I went to the States, we picked up this big Ford Bronco, huge, huge Ute thing, and left-hand drive, wrong side of the road. I went into oncoming traffic. Oh, my God. It's the scariest thing ever because you're well, just not you used ha- to it. You have to concentrate a lot more, but I think, you know, likewise, you know, I found when I did that over in America and also in, in Europe that I got used to it fairly quickly, yeah. yep. you know, and you do concentrate a bit more. But I, I actually enjoyed it, and the good thing about driving what I found in Italy, everyone moves a fair bit, so they don't really worry about the speed and things, so the traffic moves along and, you know. I, li- I like, you know what I do like about the left-hand drive? 
I mean, I'm right-handed. I like the fact that I'm changing the gears, manual car we're talking, with my right hand. Well, that could be why they originally came out as left-hand drive because generally, you know, whatever the percentage, the higher percentage are, right hand. I just find it easier with my right hand changing gears and I reckon I I change them better with my right hand than I do with my left. It sounds silly. I must probably don't. Well, not really because, I mean, you're not ambidextrous, so your left hand is weaker than your right hand. Yeah. So it makes sense. Yeah, same. Just interesting. I, I find it. I would appreciate if I had one, and I'd own. If it was original, I think I'd be happy with it. I wouldn't want to drive. Would I enjoy driving it? I don't know. I don't know. Well, if we look at the you know the two four six GT that you're talking about, well, I think that's not so bad. But when you look at the Dodge Charger, the American version, the car's a very big car. I agree. You know, so it does make a, a fair bit of difference. You, you know, we went to Joe's Golden Gasolines a few weeks ago when we were lucky enough to visit, and they've got the old Buicks and the old Dodgers Cadillacs. and the old Cadillacs. And, and my God, they are some big, solid American cars, right? They don't make cars like that anymore. And they're all left-hand drive. And the turning circle on those things must be like an aircraft carrier, number one. To drive it then on the left-hand side, of the the wrong side of the road, left-hand drive, I couldn't do it. But the thing is, and we've got to do that. I think we've got to try and see if we can twist Joe's arm to let us to drive, drive a couple of them. But what it is, I think, again, you then plan what you're going to do. So I'm going to go for a drive in my classic or someone's classic, and where am I going? You're going to go to, you know, let's say, we say Victor Harbour here, which is a, a straight run sort of thing. On, a, on freeways, and you're just going for a cruise. Yeah. Not too many turns, not too many parking, not too many traffic lights, and, and nice and easy. And and hence, you know, funny you say that. You notice I said most of the times I'm seeing these left-hand drive classics American muscle cars on weekends. For sure. They and go to they shows. The, and they, yeah, they go to shows, and then they do that coastal run, which is that straight line, straight road along the coast, just up. So not going at high speeds, not lots of turns left and right, just pretty straight. So, yeah, mate, that's, what they, that's what they made for. Yeah, that's right. And how many times do you hear of these, uh, you know, muscle cars going through a, for a cruise, going through the hills? Yeah, no, exactly never. right. Never. You never hear that. So then here's another point, and we've been discussing it ever since Target Tasmania that we were lucky enough to go on, getting a race car or a track car or some sort of car to do some historic racing maybe or whatever it may be. And I've looked at a lot of those Ferraris that are already uh, race cars. They're all left-hand drive. All left-hand drive. That's right. So we're going to now go on a racetrack left-hand. Is it going to be different? That's, I'd love to drive a left-hand drive race car on a racetrack to you, see. After a couple of laps, it won't be any problem at you all. You think? Yeah, it won't be a problem. I think it would be awkward. That's why It actually puts me off on buying one. No, I don't think so because you haven't got lanes and you've got left-hand turns, right-hand turns. You'd have no problem. With a, with a track car, left-hand drive or right-hand drive. Have you driven one on a track, left-hand drive race car? Yes. And what was it like? Well, I'll call it Bista a race car. That was left-hand drive. Over in Italy? Yeah. Yeah, okay. There's yeah. no there's no, no drama. I don't think uh, as soon as you get in there, that's... Actually, uh, all those cars you drove when you went to do that course. All left-hand drive. All of them? Yeah, well, naturally. Of course. The only thing is they weren't manual, so you didn't have to change gears. But I said, okay. Yeah, but it's – so you get used to that. And, and, again, on a track, there's no lane, so you're not yeah. worried about are you on the wrong side or not on the wrong side, you know. But, look, it's interesting. I think as a classic left-hand drive, you leave them as left-hand drive. Yeah. You know, I, you, I wouldn't change them, and you use it appropriately. So you work out what you're doing. You go for your cruise or whatever. I mean, if we have a look at when we – 
try and go for spirited drives with a Ferrari club, we're going to go through the hills. We always go through Correct. the hills. Correct. It's uh, it's hardly ever that we just go and do a coastal run. Yeah, so it'd be interesting if I you know, do one day manage to buy a, a 246 Dino and it is left-hand drive, would I bring it on uh, you know, a Ferrari run? You would. Through I the think, hills. I think that you would. See, because what happens is you wouldn't be overtaking anyone. No, correct. See, the correct. worst thing is really overtaking. We're not because racing. You've got to, you've, you need to move across to the right a fair bit to be able to get your line of sight. Yeah. But when we do a Ferrari run, we're not, you know, it's it's not called for to actually pass anyone. Yeah, correct. You know, so you just, um, you go for a, you know, a spirited run and it's okay. You're on the left hand, you're driving left hand. Look, I know we've said it on this show a few times and I'm still, I like original. I like originality. So I'm all for a, buying a left-hand drive car. If you're going to bring it into Australia, I would not be touching it. So it would be 25 years or older. I wouldn't bring anything newer in because for me, it loses its originality. Correct. So I'm all, I want it to be exactly as it left the factory. I, I don't like these conversions because I don't know if they're done properly, honestly. And I know you're saying the right people do them, but it'd still be an issue. I mean, that Ford, the GT that we saw, was immac- it looked immaculate. It looked like it came out of the factory like that. I agree. But we didn't see it left-hand drive either. We didn't see what it came, what it actually did arrive as. So it would be interesting to see, you know, is it really that per- – It's it can't be perfect, yeah, in my opinion. I don't think it can be. Yeah, well, that same argument would be for someone that has an accident. Can the car ever be the same as what it was before the accident? Yeah, yeah. Same sort of thing, you know, because you're changing suspension because you've got to repair it, body panels, bolts, all sorts of things. So who you knows? Say, you say have an accident. is a good question. Does it cost you more to insure a left-hand drive car in a country that's right-hand drive? That I'm not sure about. I think if it's a classic and you're only talking about limited use, probably no. not. I think it's probably fairly cheap because, you know, talking about a classic – and you're an enthusiast, I think the insurance premiums are quite low or quite reasonable, should I say, because the people, you know, the insurers know that you're going to look after your car. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not a daily driver. You're not going to, you're not going to take it out in the rain generally, you know, all that sort of thing. So it's, it's not a commercial vehicle. So I would say it'd be quite reasonable. And I wonder when you go and insure and register these things, you know, they want, do they want to know how much history you've got in driving? A car that's on the opposite side, left-hand drive? Well, I know with a couple of insurers here in terms of the, you know, in, the classic car insurers, they want to know that you are passionate. They want to know you are an enthusiast. So they they ask you a fair few questions before they take your client out. Actually, it's good. we're going to get the gentleman from Shannon's on the show. These are some of the questions we need to ask, I think, because, you know, there'll be a lot of people out there thinking, I want to bring a car in, but it might cost me too much to insure being left-hand drive, you don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm not sure about the insurance for it, but yeah. certainly, if you're bringing in a left-hand car, left-hand drive car, and it's younger than the 25, you have to convert it. Would you bring it in? No, no, I wouldn't. I think the cost would be ridiculous. I, w- I wouldn't bring it in, and I wouldn't be comfortable of it getting brought in or buying one that has been converted, like no, what correct. you were saying. And I'm not sure why. Maybe I'm. You know, being a bit too and that's why you know, it, yeah, it was interesting. Went to see this Ferrari the other day, uh, as you know, and it was a three um, three hundred eight GDB. And the gentleman that was looking at it goes, "Oh, this has been converted." He told he could tell straight away. He goes, "This was originally left hand drive. It's been converted right hand. It it's not. It wasn't converted properly. The pedal's in the wrong spot." The and I was like, "Wow!" 
Wow. So well, even the gear stick, you've got the gear stick Correct. differently. It comes out a little bit different uh, of the gate. And so I think you need to take someone that knows also. You know how we say get PPIs and pre-purchase inspections and things like that done. I think you need to also, oh, for sure. you know, how do you know if they're original left or right-hand yeah. drive? I mean, you can put codes in and VIN numbers and it should tell you what it came out of the factory like. But I think that's really important to know what you're buying some of them some of them are actually quite easy to tell that it's been converted uh, number one if it's an American one and it's a classic they've got the rectangular indicators yeah absolutely. so you can pick it straight away without actually getting into the detail yeah. of some of the finer details and I suppose some of the bonnet releases also would That's be on exact. the right you know normally they're on the right how come this one's on the correct is on the right but I'm sitting on the left yes right yeah, that's exactly right. So some things like that, you you can pick it to the trained eye. Trained eye, they'll pick it straight away. All sorts of things, but as you said, how do you know that that conversion's been done properly? Yeah, exactly right. No, you, you, well, you don't unless you take an expert. That's right. Yeah. So but mind you, I'm I'm sort of changed. As I said, I've changed my tune a bit. Whereas I did actually advise you that not to get a, a left hand drive car if you're talking about a classic. But more and more I think of it, now that you've got your, your 360, I think you could easily deal with a, a left-hand drive car if it happened to be the right one for yeah, you. Yeah, if it was all original immaculate condition, I agree. I, yeah. I would be happy with that. But you know what? I'm still on the hunt for the right-hand drive. Yeah, well, it's, it is it is better, I think, because then you can use it any time and you don't have to worry about exactly where you're going. And I suppose, you know, and here's the other thing that you know is concerning me when I'm looking at this 246 Dino and I've been on the journey now you know, almost a year is – I want to make sure that it, it says it's right-hand drive. Is it original right-hand drive? Has Correct. it left the factory like that? So you want documentation and paperwork. And, you know, how many Because how many people just convert them so they can sell them easier maybe, tick? Paint them like red. Like they paint them red. Paint them red. To, red yeah, resale red. So I'm saying I want original colour. I want And that and it's really difficult to find me. Original colour and original right-hand drives are difficult to find. So just you've got to do your homework. You, ha- you have to be patient, I think, buying a classic. You have to really be patient. Yeah, especially when there's, you know, there's not too many around. That's the thing. I mean, if they made thousands and thousands of them, you know, you'll find one. But if they haven't made many, then it's difficult. So some of those big American cars that we saw at Joe's, they are all left-hand drive. But surely, did they make any right-hand drives for different markets? They must have. Like big Cadillacs to go over. I don't, not, I don't know. I don't know. You know. But, you know, in terms of the American, because of the volume of people they had, the sure population. Worry about it. Well, what was Joe saying? In one of the years of the Cadillacs, they made 12,000 Cadillacs in one year. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of cars. Yeah, exactly right. So no. that's why, you know, and importing cars from America to here, there's been from day dot. Yeah. Because well, we didn't have, you know, a big car market here. Correct. No, well, hey, Mick, we could talk about left and right hand. I'm, I'm a right hand drive boy. Yeah, I'm you now. but if you're over in overseas, the left hand's not a problem. No. And here, I think, look, as I said, if if you're buying a classic and it is over the 25 year mark, you'd leave it as it is. You yep. would not change it and enjoy it as it is. And it can again, it's not a daily driver. No, correct. All right, Ori, we're going to leave it there. Done. All right. So thanks, Mick. We'll catch it next time. And like always, you can uh, reach us on the show at mickandori at gmail.com and we've got our Instagram page as well and things like that. So enjoy. And remember, if your car's not a classic, it will be one day. Thank you. Thanks, Mick.